The final chapter of the first and the major section of Tanya Likutei Amarim. Following this, we go into the section on faith, the fundamentals of our faith. We go into the section of tshuva, returning to Hashem. We go on to Igeres HaKodesh, various letters that Rabbi Shneur Zalman wrote, a majority of them focusing on the role of charity of tzedakah in our lives, and Kuntras which just the final part, which points out certain themes that have been brought out throughout the Tanya and elaborates on them more. But this final chapter, chapter 53, is really a wrap-up of the last few chapters, but also it's a wrap-up of the whole Tanya. Why? Because everything in Tanya was to get la'asoto, to get us to do action. And the last two chapters, we specifically focused on the Holy of Holies and the place where Hashem resides. And bringing godliness into this world. And how do we do it through action? And we explored the idea that in every world, there's a Holy of Holies. Now we're going to actually talk about um, Holy of Holies down here in this world. And during temple times and post-temple times. Where is that place? Where, where, where are we bringing godliness into this world through? So during the first temple era, the Bayit Rishon, the first Beit HaMikdash that was built by Shlomo, there was a Holy of Holies with a Ark, the Holy Ark, with the tablets, the Luchot that we got on Shavuot, in the Holy of Holies. So literally the first temple was based around the holiest item and the holiest room. And the Shekhinah, which is, as we said yesterday, God's level of Malchut in the world of Atzilut, would literally reside there within the Ten Commandments, which were on the tablets, which were in the Ark, which were in the Holy of Holies. And it was even more intensely revealed, the Shekhinah was more intensely revealed there than it was in the higher spiritual worlds. Why? Because the Ten Commandments are literally the entire, the, the general principles of the whole Torah. Everything's hinted within the Ten Commandments. Um, so in order to engrave the Ten Commandments on stone, what did the Torah have to go through? They didn't go through the, lo- the regular chain of you know, going down level to level. No, this was a direct light directly from godliness. Even though the stone seemed to be physical matter, um, they weren't. They were a different level of matter. They were literally created by God himself. And therefore, they didn't take up any space. There was multiple miracles. The leathers were, you could see it from both sides, even though seemingly that doesn't make sense because they're not the shape, shape, the same shape on sides and the, the middle of the leather would float in, in the middle, etc. There was various m- miracles about the Ten Commandments, about those stones. So that was pure godliness. It was pure um, God's wisdom shined over there. And... They literally shined in the first Beit HaMikdash through the Ten Commandments and through this incredible item called the actual tablets that were made by Hashem.